And a lot of times we put things on our plate that doesn't necessarily need to be there. So as you're looking at your life on a day-to-day basis, like what do I have to do today? How can I organize it in a way that makes sense and that will not make me feel burnt out, that will not make me feel like I'm losing my mind, and will make me feel like I can have something that I can control. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Today we have a special guest with us, Ariel DeLott. Welcome to the show, Ariel. Hi, hi, how are you, Arnie? Doing good. I'm glad to have you here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. So Ariel runs a motherhood blog to provide advice and solutions to the common issues that come along with being a parent. She believes in the importance of self-care, organization, and parenting to make uh, parenting tips to make the journey of motherhood more enjoyable. Her blog offers free self-help tools and printables to help readers put the tips she has provided into actionable steps. Today, Ariel and I will be diving into getting organized and she'll be sharing some tips and strategies to help us all get started. Yeah. So let's, let's just, before we dive into organization, okay, let's go back to your journey and how you got to be where you are today. So can you share with us what we didn't talk about in your bio about who makes you, you. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So, um, I am, Ariel and I go by the name Mom of Taj. And uh, the reason how I kind of ended up on this journey after becoming a mom of two uh, toddlers who are 16 months or 17 months apart, uh, I kind of started to lose it. Like I got so die, I de- I dove so deep into motherhood that um, I-, I really started to lose myself. Uh, there was no, I didn't know anything about self-care. I didn't have this village that everyone talked about because although I have a a helping set of family and friends, we don't live near them. So it's just myself and my husband and the kids. And so therefore it was just us. And so, um, being, being very active with uh, two kids and alone, I just kind of started losing myself and one day someone just kind of told me I look tired and it kind of really resonated with me as to like, well, why do I look tired? I know I have kids, but I don't want to look how I feel, which was tired at the time. And then, so um, I just started kind of reinventing myself, doing things um, more of what I wanted to do to get back to who I was. And then one day it just kind of hit me like, okay, you should start a blog, start documenting it because that's what everybody talks about, right? The journey. So in order to kind of know 
where you were, you have to document it to see how far you come. So that's where I am today in trying to really build a community for moms so that we can all know that, you know, we're on this journey together. And, you know, if we share the information that we have, then we'll all be uh, able to be better to ourselves, which ultimately will help us be better to our kids, our families and loved ones. I love that. I love that. That's it's very similar, you know, like feeling like lost and not yeah. having that identity anymore. And how yeah. you are like, well, what is it that I like? Like, who makes me me? And what can I start doing more of? And that's the thing that I think that some people don't talk about more of in motherhood. Like, you know, you know that you're a mom and you know the kind of things that you're supposed to do. But in addition to that, what else am I supposed to do? Like, can I still do the things that I, I like to do? Because I'm considered a millennial mom. But what does that look like? Because for everybody, it doesn't look the same. So instead of having these definitions as to you're supposed to do this and this is how it's supposed to go, you know, if you just share your journey, you'll find that other people are kind of in the same boat as you. Because mm -hmm. everybody is not that aesthetically pleasing mom. Everybody is not that, you know, just lay around and stay at home mom or, you know what I'm saying? Not to say they lay, stay at We're home mom. We're all putting a box. Like right, right. Yeah. Everybody is either you're this or you're that, but there's so many things that's in between. We don't talk about those other things and there's a lot of us that are alike and so like you know we, we get lost in the sauce we get lost in lost in the shuffle when we're trying to really figure out who are we besides you know what everybody tell us that we're supposed to be right right and really taking back your identity and, right and, you know realizing like yes you're a mom and that's a role that you're you're in but that doesn't mean that that change changes who you are as right. you, you can still like what you like and do what you do and right. still be an amazing mom exactly and not only like what you like but redefine what you like because mm -hmm. once you become a mom you might not like the same things that you liked before you were yeah. a mom because your life is different you know yeah. now you're incorporating you know maybe a spouse or a partner you're incorporating kids you're incorporating a job you know there's so many things that change as we progress and that's, that's another thing, like having the ability to do that and saying, like giving yourself the permission to do that, because we don't always do that. It's so hard for us to say, do what you want to do for you when you have kids. And that's kind of like the work that I got stuck in. It was like, I was that mom to always want to have my kids together because of course they're a reflection of you. So if people could see that they're good, then of course they're going to think I'm good, right? Mm -hmm. That's not always the case because as we know, somebody <laughs> took me, I look tired. Yeah. And, as, and as they get older, it's like a good thing that like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is it, it was, it was surface level because they can only see on the outside. But the thing is, is what we show on the outside is often how we're feeling on the inside. So although self-care has nothing to do with how you look, but it shows up a lot yeah. of times in how you look. Right, right. Ariel, you, you said a great thing about the giving yourself permission. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty much a key, like being able to give yourself that permission to, to be who you are yeah. in order to find yourself again. Yeah, because uh, we live off of traditions, right? traditions and what people say that this is how it goes or this is how you should be and so when when we do that we don't we don't ask ourselves well do you like that is it okay for you to do do something else you just go with what you don't yeah. and and especially now we're not serving you <laughs> right especially now where you know everything that's going on where we're in the the moment to empower women 
we want to stop and ask ourselves, like, is that serving me? Is it good for me? Mm. Like, do I have to do what everybody says? And whenever you start to break out the box, you start to really find your own identity. Like, but I don't really like that. I was just doing that because they said that's what I should do. Or, you know, and, and right. we get stuck in the rut and just keep going and going. And then we find ourselves years later if we make it to then wanting to discover happiness and who we are. And then by that time, you know, sometimes you're alone because once these kids grow up, they're out the house and sometimes they don't look back, you know, <laughs> and you're stuck from what you put out there and put into them that now you're like, well, I guess I can start trying to do something to rediscover myself. Sorry. Yeah. And that's where those feelings of emptiness come up, like the loneliness, yeah. the mental health, like mental health issues, yeah. all of these things that come up, like the sooner you find yourself and the sooner you put on the brakes and give yourself permission, exactly. the better the off sooner, you are and the better off your family is. Yeah. And, and you're so right. Cause the sooner you do that, the sooner you realize that, you know, you matter, but not only that, but your kids see it. So they don't have to live in that same cycle of just doing what people say. Because they see you take your power. And so then they know that they have the same power as well to do what it is they want. Because if you feel like you can do what you want, then you're going to encourage your kids to do the same thing. Right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into organizing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for sharing that with us, your journey and, and how you got here. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life. But sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Why does a mom need to be organized? Um, One of the things about organization is it really kind of allows you to de-stress, right? Because with minds, we're always worrying about, well, do I have this going on? I have this going on, da, da, da. And we're not, we're not organizing our thoughts. We don't have the time to compile what we was a priority. And if you take the time to organize your life, you're taking time back and you're giving yourself time to do whatever it is that you want to do. Because oftentimes we're always, we have this going on with the kids. We have this going on with work. We have this going on with spouses and family. And then you just feel like you're pulled from which and every end. And right. so whenever you're organized, you're giving yourself the ability to schedule your life. And creating kind of that control or power. Right, right. And creating routines that basically flow with what, you're, what you actually have going on. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know what? what? What you just said, like, I find that to be true. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, like that was one of my... One of, I can't say it was a new year resolution. I know this is going in March, but we're recording this right now, second week of January. And I didn't actually say like, okay, my goal for the year is to get organized, Mm -hmm. but it was something like that was underlying because I knew that it was going to help me maintain some of my sanity. Right. Being able to like figure out like, okay, what do I have control over? Because there's so many things, like you just mentioned, so many things that happen in our life, things like gears that are turning and plates that were spinning that are kind of unpredictable that Mm -hmm. we, we don't have control over. And so even when I'm working with clients, like I'll say, you know, well, what do you have control over? And sometimes Mm -hmm. it might just be like our thoughts. Right. And, and, 
when what it sounds like you help people do is like get organized, like those thoughts and those things and kind of regain control because when that stuff is organized, then you're able to spend time on those other things. Right. And, and now like there's things that we know that we have to do as moms, right. Or just as people like, Oh, you have to get the kids off to school. You have to go to work. You have to cook dinner. Those things are an everyday given, right? So if you take the time to organize and schedule it in a way that makes sense and kind of block it off into, you know, it can be time blocks or it can be minutes, then you can see the time that you actually have available to dedicate to something else, which is a lot of times it could be ourselves because that's what often goes neglected. We neglect ourselves because we feel like we don't have time. We have too many things going on. And a lot of times we put things on our plate that doesn't necessarily need to be there. So if you're looking at your life on a day-to-day basis, like what do I have to do today? How can I organize it in a way that makes sense and that will not make me feel burnt out, that will not make me feel like I'm losing my mind and will make me feel like I can have something that I can control. Although we know things happen and things are going to, you know, happen out of the ordinary but if you have these things that are constant and you have it organized in a routine way, then you can feel accomplished on a day-to-day basis yeah. by organizing it. So I have to ask you this. I just had a conversation about planners. Mm-hmm. What do you, and I'm assuming you plan, right? Like I'm assuming yeah. you have a plan. One thing is, is I do plan, but I don't really use a schedule, right? Okay. Because I, I base my life off of routine. So in the morning, I know I'm going to do these things. In the mm-hmm. evening, I know I'm going to do these things. And so much. So I have my kids on a routine that they expect to do certain things mm-hmm. at certain times. So my life is just kind of like in an organized, routine, systematic, I guess, right. uh, you know, way. Yeah. So where like I don't write everything down. But that is one thing we're trying to formulate Tosh things, which is, you know, my business. Um, I do need to get better at doing that because there are things that that's happening that I do need to be able to get control of and organize in a way that I'm able to tackle it on a day-to-day basis. Right. Right. It helps you be able to make time for those other things. Right. Right. And it, it gives me more, you know, more, more, less of a scattered, scattered brain mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, you think of one thing yes. and then you end up doing something totally different. And it was like, dang, I forgot what I was about to do. And so in, in trying to navigate into this, you know, new world of social media, which is what I do, you know, uh, content creation, uh, I do need to basically organize myself to where like, Hey, I'm doing this skit or I'm doing this blog or whatever in order to put it out there in a timely manner. Because yeah. right now, being that it's, it's the beginning phases, I'm like, oh, well, they're not going to miss it. But if I if I actually start to do those things now in a systematic way, then I'll be trained to where whenever they want it, they will get it. So it doesn't matter if today, you know, uh, is not nobody's looking at it and it's still, you know, fresh. Whenever they start to come over, you know, it'll I'll already be in a routine to, you know, sure. stay on so trying to create like what you've done in your personal and those routines that like your kids are expecting, right? Like those right. routines, trying to now translate that into your business Correct. so that you have some of those routines in existence yeah. there. Yeah. 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 So then that way you can work on those other things, knowing that those things are just going to be your automatic habits. Correct. Yeah. So where, 
Okay. So what you were just talking about was like, where you're, you're thinking like, okay, I've got to do this. I got to do that. I always say like mom brain, right? Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're thinking of everything else that we need to be doing or like we're, th- we kind of have that running list or, and when it's so overwhelming, it can become crippling at that point, like where you just feel, and that's where like that overwhelm. Right. That mom coming up. Right. Yeah. Yep. So when you are feeling so overwhelmed, where would you even start? to get organized? Um, whenever I'm really feeling overwhelmed and in order for me to kind of get organized, I just have to take a minute and pause really and kind of think of a starting place. Cause really that's usually what people always say, oh, I didn't follow a diet or I didn't uh, do this because I didn't know where to start. So mm-hmm. really always my go-to is like taking a, a, a break, a moment of silence because my kids do go to daycare. So I do have time to where I have a lot of time to and think as to what is my next step what is my next move and how is it going to look what's going to be the way to kind of gel all this together in order for me to move on to the next level the next step so you take a step back correct yeah to to overlook at what's going on and where do I need to to, uh, develop a starting place yeah so is that the advice that you would give to listeners is to just take that break or yeah, whenever trying to get organized, think of a starting place. Like, mm-hmm. where do you need to start in order to get to the end goal? Like, what what area of your life is, is the, the most important that you need to kind of start fixing up, that you need to t- kind of start cleaning up in order to move to the next step in the next goal? The so starting place. Yeah, the starting place is going to always be the most important because if you can create some type of realistic goals of where to start and accomplish that, then you'll feel accomplished enough to go to the next. So really seeing what, what area is most chaotic, what yeah, area what, is feeling most overwhelming right, right, right now take, and start. Right, overlooking, seeing which area is most chaotic so that you can then start to declutter your thoughts. And when we say organize, it can be organizing your home or it can be even organizing your, your thoughts. You know, it's not one organization doesn't look necessarily, you know, the same for everybody because yeah. I can be very organized in thoughts, but live in a chaotic environment. Right. So right. whatever, whatever type of organization you're looking for, for your life, I create these, um, these blogs and these tips basically so that you can kind of determine what area in your life needs to be organized sort of say in order so that you can start to create time to do more of what you want to do because if you can create some type of system then you can find the time to then find a life outside of motherhood which is what you know oftentimes we lack yeah yeah which is what we need in order to find right. ourselves. yeah right exactly do you suggest like once you step back and you see like okay what what is feeling like really messy right now? Like what, what's not working for me? Uh And do you suggest that we kind of create like an ideal version or like, how do you not feel overwhelmed? Like, I guess the question I'm asking is, do you then go to like your goals? Like what, what your ideal situation, like say the other week, I was feeling very overwhelmed. And the one thing that I did was I sat down and I did write out like a schedule for the day and like, kind of like put like some margin in there, some blank spaces, but like kind of organized, like, well, what do I need to get done? What you were referring to earlier, like those things in the day that we just have to do. And 
putting those things in to kind of see that laid out. And then I created an ideal week for me, like what that would look like. Uh Then to get from there to there, like to get to like where I'm feeling so overwhelmed to that, what kind of ideas or tips can you offer to, to get, kind of get moving on that, like to get from point A to point B, or I guess point Z or wherever, (laughs) like, So, so I guess what, what you're, you're asking is basically, would, would you say you're asking like, what's the, what's the starting place of how we, how yeah. we yeah, like once you take that pause and you see like, okay, this is the area that I'm struggling in Would the next okay. step be to like create that, like, like I did like that ideal or yeah. like to say like, well, what's the next, what can I yeah. do? Very much so. So you would start to kind of take those thoughts and stuff and kind of jot it down on paper to see, okay, what it is, what are my goals? What is, what are some of the action steps that I need to take in order to, you know, get to that goal of, of our organization? What are some of the things that I can actively do in order to make it achievable? So like, this is actually a blog post that I have on my uh, website. And so on the website, there's a template and what it is, is a schedule to say, okay, okay, on Monday, this is what I'm going to do right on Tuesday this is what I'm going to do you can even give yourself time blocks to say okay I'm going to give myself this amount of time to do it so that you can feel uh sometimes deadlines help people it can give you much more of a realistic way to manage the things that you have going on but a lot of times writing it down because sometimes when it's in our thoughts a lot of time that's where it stays jumbled yeah we put it down on paper you can actively uh you'll actually be able to see what you have going on. And then yeah. as you go through it, check it off and feel accomplished in actually completing those things and those tasks. A lot of times too, with those templates that I create, I put on their examples because, you know, on Monday, if you, if you can think of your, your week as to what you have going on in a week and you can put it all on paper and say, okay, on Monday, I'm going to do this. Tuesday, I'm going to do this. Wednesday, da, 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 and so on and so forth. Then you can kind of see, okay, well, I didn't have time for this now because you, you know everything that you're going to be expected to do. And with it on paper, you see it. So then now you can kind of see how long it's going to take me to do everything and what time I actually have available to do things that I want to do. Right. So it, it makes the invisible visible by writing it down and exactly. being and able to see people, it. For some people who, who are not visual, make an audio. We have these phones and our phones are our, our lifesavers. So you can even use it, use uh, these same things, the thoughts that's in your head and say, Monday, I have to do X, Y, and Z and verbalize it to yourself so that you can hear it. If you're an uh, audible uh, okay. learner, okay. If, you, if you know, writing it down on paper doesn't work, create um, billboards around your house or sticky notes, anything to where you can visualize yourself to know exactly what you have going on in a way that it can then become organized in a way that best suits you. That's going to be the best uh, way to start. And I've, I've suggested that before too, about making the cues, the visual and audio audible cues, like to be able to, especially when you are setting it up as a habit, like when you right. want these things to become a routine, which organ, organizing is like you want, you know, there's so many things like, okay, well, you can get organized, but in order to maintain that organization, right. that's when it needs to become part of that routine. Right. Which is now what we're calling you. lifestyles, right? So mm-hmm. if you create it, if you create a routine, you're creating basically a lifestyle because it's going to be a, a, a daily habit of something that you have in place. Of. 
to part to be a part of your life and a part of everything that you have going on your system right right to be more functional because that's what you want you want a more functional a functionable system mm-hmm. something that works, works. Yeah, <laughs> there's no point if it doesn't work right exactly because me telling you what i do and that's not what your life looks like then it's not going to work and you're going to feel like it's impossible yeah yeah and i think that's why there is so many different systems of organization and different things and just like you know kind of how there's so many different diets and stuff because yeah. you do need to find what works for you because if it's right. a system that's not going to work for you then there's no point of even executing it like just right. try it and there's a lot of different things to try. Yeah, and, and, and at its core, it's, it's simple, right? The things to do is simple, but the most difficult part is one, actually doing it, but then two, actually getting those thoughts out of your head to figure out what it is. Because mm-hmm. like I said, everybody has conditioned us to think in a certain way to where we're not thinking on our own what it is that's going to make our lives easier, mm-hmm. how that's going to look. So whenever you decide that for yourself, because the system itself, it can work, but what you have to put your life into the system. Right. Right. You got to make the system, make the system work for you instead of you working for the system. Right. (laughs) So how has being organized helped you become a better mom? Uh, It helped me tremendously because again, it gave me that time to really be able to reflect as to who I who I am versus who I want to be. Because, you know, starting off as a mom, I just saw myself as a mom. But once I really started digging into self-care, organizing my life and and visualizing who I wanted to be, that gave me the ability to start working in action and being organized. It basically creates the person who, it helps me create that person who I want to be because I can take my, I can prioritize my life in a way that makes sense and allows me to accomplish a lot of my goals and identify who it is that I'm trying to become because I don't want to be just a mom right. I want to be right. you know this that and the other. for so much more <laughs> right exactly and so being organized really it kind of it creates the it creates the, the systems in order for me to manage my time in order for me to um you know spend the time that I need with my kids with my family and everything else in an organized way to where I'm still able to know that at the end of the day, I have time for me because the the systems that I have in place is organized my, my life in such a way that it works and it yeah. helps. It sounds like it provides the support or the foundation you need to be who you want to be. Correct. To Correct. Share. Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. 
You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. So since you've discovered self-care and all of that, let's go and can you share with us what is your go-to self-care practice? Okay, so I do a lot of things to self-care and some of it is guilty pleasure, but that, you know, self-care is, you know, filling yourself back up. Mm -hmm. So one one thing that I do, I do like to journal, journal how I'm feeling and get in tune with my emotions and the things that I have going on because every day isn't going to always be a good day. So journaling how I feel, what I could do to feel better and some of my goals that oftentimes help me with, with self-care. Another thing that I like to do is I like to uh, binge watch my favorite shows. So sometimes I will put the phone down. I will act like my kids don't exist. And I will binge <laughs> watch some of my favorite shows for like a day straight. What like, show are you watching now? Well, we just finished Manifest. And okay. it, it was so hard to stop watching. It was like so addicting. Mm. So uh, Manifest, that's on Netflix. Okay. And that I was um, watching. Um, and, and in addition to that, uh, another thing that I like to do is I like to, to do social media because I am a content creator. I do find myself on social media a lot more than normal. And I follow motivational things. So for me, that's pouring into myself because it's encouraging, it's enlightening, and it, it helps me with my mindset to keep on pushing because it's hard out here. You know, it's hard mm-hmm. here. It's hard being a mom. It's hard being a wife. It's hard being an employee. It's hard trying to become an entrepreneur. And so, you know, me finding motivational things and things to reset my mindset, that helps me tremendously because you see people who are, who look like you, like they're in the struggle. You can relate. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the struggle. They're in the, you know, in the same boat as you of not knowing how this thing go, but just rolling with it and, and encouraging you to keep going and, that's the importance of, you know, these communities because you can find someone that relates to what you're going through. Like I said, everything may not look exactly the same, but it's enough to know that somebody mm-hmm. else is in the same same yeah. struggle boat as you and that, hey, if they can get through it, you can get through it too. And you don't have to necessarily be a celebrity in order to know that it's possible to reach new heights. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It feels good to feel like not so alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and someone is touchable that yeah. you can contact this person if you're going through something or, you know, you can email them or whatever and someone mm. is on the other end. Yeah. So do you, do you enjoy reading? My next, my next question is what is a book that has greatly impacted your life or that you could recommend to our listeners? I recommend uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay. I really did enjoy that book. Uh, it's by... Dale, Dale, what is, um, it's a famous book. I should know. Yeah, it is. Uh, Ca- let me see. I, I wrote it. Is it Cargan or something? Cargill, I think his name is. Let me. See. I just. Wrote, oh wait, there it was. Yeah, Dale Cargill. Okay. Dale uh, Car- Carnegie. 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 Dale Carnegie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do wear glasses, but I don't have one now. <laughs> I do wear glasses. 
But how to win friends and influence people. Um, and I find that book to be good because really it's about how, how you can relate to people and how to basically, in, in order to get what you want, you have to give something. And so meeting people where they are in a strategic way to get what you want, but also giving them what they need. Yeah. Yeah. So relationships. Yeah. Well, relationships with just everyday people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then finally, where can listeners find you? Okay, you can find me on any social media platform as Taj Things. So I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and uh, my website, TajThings.com. All right. And I'm going to put all of Ariel's things in the show notes or in the comments of today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing with us all about organization. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.